0: and welcome back to the Rufus Rundown. Today we have a special guest and Jake Tatera. How's it going? Arsenal fan, Premier League specialist. So that's exactly what we're going to be talking about in this podcast. It's going to be a Premier League kind of preview and kind of review of what's going on so far. So we're going to kick it off with the summer signings, who we think had the best window and who the most impactful signings are going to be. Mm-hmm. Well, if we're going to base it
1: off of players in and out, you could say, for a club. I honestly think Arsenal had the best transfer window. They got rid of a lot of players that they needed to, and they brought in a lot of players that they
0: needed. It, I, I'm, I'm high-key jealous that you guys got Pepe. Yeah. He, it's uh, it's
1: that He's honestly... I think he's going to be a great addition for
0: us. I mean, like, he's, he's one of the better dribblers that I've seen come in a long time.
1: He had 33... Uh, goal contributions in the league last season, which is, I mean, and he single handedly carried Lil to to Champions League spot. to second place. <laughs> they be, and they won the French Cup the too. French he beat East, oh my god! I'm just we need we've needed a player like that for years. We relied on a Wobee, which was like that's tra- like for a club like us for a club like Arsenal. Just the fact that we were relying on it. What well, we? you could have had Serge Gnabry, but... Well, know. I mean, no. if he stayed with us, he would never have even been that good. He it's... would have never got the chance. I, I don't know. Him and
0: Wenger just had a disagreement or something. I've seen. It was tough, but... I mean, it's almost like they're playing career mode. Saliba, one of the top young defenders in the world right now. I mean, they loaned him back. With the... I'm, I'm happy they loaned him back. I mean, he would have been a great addition for us this year, but he's only 18. Yep, he's in, incredibly young. He's not going to be able to physically hang in the most competitive league. You in the give world him another yet.
1: year at a team he like that loves him. He's a full time starter there. He's their number one choice. You give him a whole another year of experience under his belt before he comes here. That's going to make a huge difference.
0: I mean, he technically, obviously, he's he's incredible. But it's just physically and mentally being able to pair to play yeah, in the most right. competitive not, league in the world. And that's another problem grind.
1: with Pepe. That's that's Pepe's problem too. Is the fact that. We don't. A lot of people don't know if he's physically ready for it, because he's skinny. His
0: legs. He's, are, he's young, and he's been he, playing he's in the young, Farmers League for so long.
1: And that's just he, he. was able to get away with it, but when you go to the Premier League and you come up against teams like Burnley, and and Newcastle and stuff, who just got big defenders like and, and, Van Dyke, and if and, and
0: if and if well, not even Van Dyke, but like teams like that, if they if they beat you, they're just gonna smash you in the shins. And yeah. They're gonna take the yellow card. They're, they're, they're gonna beat you up. They're gonna take their 20% possession, send long balls over the top, they're going to mm-hmm. throw shoulders in you and elbows. and Yeah, so if he can... Th- and I think he will.
1: Uh, he, Emery tends to do that. He tends to get the best out of players. Uh, he, he tends to like he get no, them he, in he the knows, right space. He knows exactly
0: what he's doing. Emery is a building. very underrated
1: manager. I mean, I've said my fair share of things about him, but at the Lash, end of the I know day... last year you were very unhappy. Last year with I was him. very unhappy with him, <laughs> but that yeah, I have confidence in him. He, he needed a transfer window like this to rearrange a team.
0: I mean, you got Reese Nelson coming back from loan. who has been, you know, it's almost he, like a he new signing on his own. He's, yeah, he's he had a great a, loan spell.
1: He's a great, I think he'll, I don't think he'll start this year, considering the attacking options that we have. But I think he'll be a great player in rotation with Europa League and stuff this year and FA Cup. I think he's going to really improve, improve, like, overall in his game. And then David Luiz. David Luiz, yeah, so... It's probably one of the weirdest signings I've ever seen. It just feels weird. I don't, I like don't know it, how I feel about it. It just looks weird. Like I said, it, it feels
0: like career mode where you see like yeah. those random signings, and like all random sudden, signings, exactly. All of a sudden, you just have that have Davie I mean, in, in, in and Arsenal. uniform. It's a
1: helpful player to us because, like, we signed Saliba and all, like we were saying, and we loaned it back. So we still needed a center back option. We didn't bring any in, and so last second, I mean, David Luiz, he's, like, he's got tons of experience like all the experience you can get he's won everything Premier, yeah Premier League experience and
0: Champions League experience he's still yeah. a very
1: good player he has his mistakes and you can see him at Chelsea but he's still a good better than most of 90% of the center what I like options what, 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 I, what,
0: I, what I like about him is his confidence I saw that that pass that he made behind basically behind the keeper in front of the net That yeah. ball pass. I mean, he's just he, he, he honestly doesn't care he, he just and that's, the be- and that's why I like Van Dyke so much, too. I mean, I'm not going to track it for Luis. No, like, I know. But it's the way that they play. They don't play like they're going to give. They don't play like they're ready to concede. Like, Van Dyke's one of the most composed and relaxed oh, defenders, yeah. And he's always a step away from giving up, like, a sure goal. Like, literally, the goalie just, you know, Allison or however, Adrian, whoever it may be, mm-hmm. is just kind of chilling and just... If Van Dyke's one wrong step, he's going to concede a goal. Yeah, Luis exactly. is the same way in terms of, like, those ball-playing backs. That have that much confidence, in the ball at their feet, are, mm-hmm. especially in the Premier League now, wicked important yeah. setting that high back line. And it's David Luiz. He also brings a good energy to the team
1: too. Goofy guy, and he's like Aubameyang and Lacazette, and like they,
0: them two. But he, they was, all fit in. He perfectly was excited to make the move, though. You know, yeah, you know, it's he not, was. He it's like, not like it. It's not like he was forced out of Chelsea by any yeah, exactly. means. Like he wanted to make that move, and I think he wants to work under Emery. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I think it's a great signing between, you know, him, Pepe, Saliva. And then, uh, like like I said, I think you guys had the best window as well. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely jealous as mm-hmm. a Liverpool fan. Um, Ceballos. On loan, yeah, Ceballos on, good. on
1: loan was a good one. Who Tierney.
0: Yeah, Tierney's going to be very uh, good. They're just,
1: even that kid Martinelli, he looks good. I mean, we brought in definitely a good amount of players that will help us this year. And got out a ton of just
0: whether it be retired a ton of deadwood honestly t- yeah. <laughs>
1: like yeah it sucks giving up like Ramsey especially Ramsey was a great player like he was one of my he's one of my favorite
0: Arsenal players like ever there's some people like really if you watch like the highlight of best soccer goals of all time you would probably see two or three from Ramsey and you wouldn't even know oh my goodness he scored some incredible he's, goals he's
1: just like as an all around player he was just an engine Every time he played, have the most distance run. Every time he played, he would get back, go forward. He was just so Probably good at everything. Probably one game. of
0: the most underrated Premier League players yeah, in a long in a long while. Time. He's
1: he's and he, his move to Juventus this year is going to be amazing for him.
0: Like people don't think, like people thought he was moving there as a rotational player. He's going to get a lot of first. He's gonna times. he's gonna be he's a gonna starter sli- there. He's gonna slide into like that he's team. starting
1: over Rabiot Emre Chan. Like. He's going to start over a bunch of players especially that in
0: that league where a player of that that box to box midfielder style isn't really seen as much more of yeah. a creative minded more of like the the sleek and Now he's working with now.
1: now he's working with Ronaldo and, and he's Zou- working and with Dybala,
0: yep. and, and he's got
1: Pjanic alongside of him instead of Xhaka. But like him, it, him kind of
0: flip-flopping in that role with, with Dybala being able to outwork everybody and letting Dybala kind of stay forward between him and Ronaldo and oh, like yeah. the play to them up front, is, I think it's going to be incredible.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for that Juve team. I think they're going to win the Champions League this year.
0: I, I, I think they're going to win. The I, I think if there's a year for them to do it, Ronaldo's settling into second season now.
1: Yeah. I think this is going to be a big year for Juventus, a really, really big year. So uh, moving on to like, like uh, Chelsea. We'll talk about other teams. Chelsea's. I mean, there's not much to say about Chelsea. Just like I feel way. bad because they're transfer ban, and it's like it's just kind of unfair to me.
0: How are, how are you going to give Chelsea a transfer ban? But mm-hmm. you're not going to give Man City one. Or how about when Paris Saint Germain had a trend, had actually had the transfer ban on, and they still made the biggest signing in the history of uh, football. Yeah with Neymar. Chelsea
1: weren't allowed to sign players. Like, remember... I don't know if you remember this, but when Barcelona went on a transfer ban a few years ago, they signed Ara Turan, And that was like a big signing at the time from Atletico and everything.
0: Beautiful man for and one year. And
1: they had a transfer ban for the next six months. So they signed him during the transfer ban and he just did it. He wasn't allowed to play or anything. Chelsea weren't allowed to do that. Which... Which is kind of unfair because it, it they could have made signings this year. I, that I would have benefited them. And I've also, been... I mean, like, not many players are going to want to go to a team where they're not allowed to play for six months. Right. But they I, I looked into it. They didn't even have the opportunity to yeah. do that.
0: And I mean, I think Lampard's going to be... I, well, I think the good news is with Chelsea is that they have so many of those young players they loaned out for so long back. Mason not working under Lampard Mm -hmm. at Derby. I mean, like I, I've been saying it for a while now. I think I'm going to be a closet Chelsea fan this year, strictly <laughs> because Pulisic's there, and all these young kids. It's going to be hard for me not to root it's for It's hard all not these to root for kids. like Pulisic and stuff, Pulisic and Mason and, Mount and players like and that, and like Hudson Odoi and everything. Yeah. Yeah. especially understand. when they get back from injury. But I think it's going to benefit, you know, Lampard and benefit the players that they're going to be able to respond to. I think younger players being able to respond to that younger coach it's going to be that's good. more spontaneous and more passionate, and a guy who has had such a Career history at Chelsea Football Club. I mm-hmm. think it's going to be that he's that club legend style. That he's people like are worried about him getting that respect. I think all mm-hmm. the younger players know exactly watching him as they grew up. Mm-hmm. Probably for players like Mason Mount and stuff. Literally, that's who they wanted to be, especially in the roles they were in. Yeah, like,
1: Lampard Lampard coming in as a manager helps a lot because he he understands the young players. Like he was a he was in the youth systems himself, and what I think too is having Mason Mount like he did last year on derby was is, is huge because he has a lot of confidence now. Mason Mount if he came into it like let's say Sarri was still manager and like let's say Hazard that. was still on the team yeah. and he would not have nearly as much confidence as he does and I think it's really showing his skill. Uh, even I, they got really unlucky against United last week. Yep, because they Man United play such a counter-attacking system. And it, it, it works well a lot. Um, they, they'll they draw you in. They'll let you play all the possession of the world like Chelsea likes to do. Like what Chelsea like to do, we like to do, Man City like to do. They'll let you come in, and then they'll just have Rashford, Martial, and Lingard sitting up top and just spark a counterattack. It's hard to defend. With, and when you have those three working together, well, I was saying this earlier, like Lingard, I don't, don't like Lingard as a player. I think he's terrible. But he works well in that system with Rashford and Martial because they all have that counter-attack mentality. And if they could break you, if they could go down the wings and break
0: on you like they did against Chelsea, it's dangerous. Well, it's very similar to the Man United of old. Ole Gunnar Sarshire said that he wanted to bring in that system. And mm-hmm. even with, just for 16 million pounds, Daniel James from Swansea City, he fits very good, especially in Super Sub. And no matter where you put him on that front line, he's going to be very successful. So... Even though they miss Andrew Herrera, I think mm-hmm. miss, even missing Andrew Herrera, I think Pogba's got that elevated role that I think he's looked good in aside from taking penalties.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, Pogba is the type of person that he'll play like garbage all game, and, and then, then just decide to flip. The and switch. then for one, for about five minutes, he'll just flip some switch and he'll make some crazy passes and he'll get an assist or a score. And it's just like I don't know, I'd, I I I love Pogba when he was on Juventus. But, I mean, he just looks like a whole new player. Like, it's not, and not in a bad way. Yeah. Like, he looks lazy. Yeah. He looks tired. No, he just doesn't look like he just he doesn't, looks have, like he he doesn't did, have the mentality He just anymore. doesn't
0: have that engine. And he didn't even, and for what I don't understand is that when United bring in such an expensive signing in Harry Maguire, which I agree with, by the way. People were up in arms about how much they paid for Harry Maguire. I mean, between Chris Smalling and Phil Jones and players like that, I mean, I mean if you have to overpay by Jesus even 20-30 million paying that English tax in the PL mm-hmm. it's worth it because hey, they, I, they've been, they, been suffering through such bad defending and just the same old same old for so long sitting in 6-7 place that mm-hmm. it's it's almost worth biting the bolt on that
1: yeah and it's not like they're hurting on money like no. their Manchester United they're At still the one of the, one the day, most I, valuable clubs in the finish, world they could finish they could get relegated for God's sakes and they'll still have 200 mil to spend yep so I don't. I actually like the fact that they went after Harry Maguire, and, and I like and the Errol fact that Basaka. they went after Bissaka because those two are going to help them. A good center back More and right back. back. Center back and right back were their two most vulnerable positions last year, and they just brought in. Like they didn't bring in many players. They brought in Daniel James, and they Mason Greenwood's now on the. He's coming up through the ranks, and they have a bunch of youth players and everything. But those three players fit their system well. They. And they, they just fit United a, so perfectly and a player
0: like Lindelof as well who I think Lindelof is good, good. potential center back he's not great he's good but I think when you put him alongside um, Maguire mm-hmm. and Juan Bissaka that it it elevates his play as much too I think it allows them to build chemistry and elevate their play because those two guys have had plenty of first team minutes to go around oh, in the yeah. Premier League and there's plenty of trust there between the two
1: I mean I think their next position that they need to work on The next two, I should say, is they need to get rid of Luke Shaw, or at least get him out of the first team because he spends more time at McDonald's than he does practicing soccer. So, I they need to get rid of him because once they do, their whole defense would be stacked. And they need to focus on a new center mid. If you're gonna keep
0: Pogba, if you're gonna keep Pogba, the, like the problem is, is that he doesn't want to be there. I don't think he wants. To I don't be there think at all. He, no, he doesn't want to be. He there. He wanted to either go to Real, Juventus. He basically would have taken any option except going to Man mid- yeah. United. And and what I didn't understand was is that for the value that he was going to get, even if you you, you sold him for eighty to ninety million pounds, may yeah, at least make you know your money you, back. You know how many quality players you could bring in for that price? Like Daniel James was sixteen million pounds, and he's already scored for that. You know, I you know you're not going to compete for the league this year as it is. But yeah. you you can compete for a Champions League qualification for yeah. sure. You, you can right work your is. way to it and you could bring in a couple of quality players. You could bring in another quality left back. You could bring in a couple of quality mm-hmm. midfielders that you could rotate in and get comfortable with. Well, and I think Pogba I think he wants to stay for now
1: to get all the attention that he can get. Cuz right now and especially um, I know you've been seeing this too. The uh, how Sky Sports and like Twitter and everything yeah. were like getting together for like the racial abuse that was towards Pogba. Um, it, and it it sucks because yeah, like I'm not the biggest fan of Pogba as a player, but I mean that should
0: just no be. no one no one, I no mean, one deserves that. And that's all, I, I think
1: like that's that'll be another reason that he's going to. I mean to they're get out.
0: they're there for you. Yeah. I mean as 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 a fan, you root for for laundry, but your laundry really is only existed because those players are willing to play. Yeah. You're paying to see them. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're trying to make a living too, but they could be doing anything else. They're following their passion just as well as you're committing your passion to the team. You'd do anything to get in that spot. Exactly. How are you just gonna And so then be racially prejudiced against by the people that you're supposed to be supported by? Yeah, it, it's just that's a whole it's a whole mess. it's a whole other. I mean, and then it kind of, ref, I mean, with the Colosseanich and Ozil thing as well. Too, that's security crazy. then which is just a wild deal in its own. Like they and they had
1: nothing to do with it either. They didn't oh. do anything to like start it. There's the gang. There's a gang in London. There's two gangs in London that have been like rivals. I guess I read up on this, and what they were trying to do is see who could get the highest target, the highest like quality target. One of them when I decided to go after Messer Ozil for no reason, Kalasna just happened to be there with him when he did it, and now they're, now they're like they the two rival games are fighting him.
0: over him. Yeah, you can't even get him in the game, and, and that's why can't. I legit when 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 uh, Ozil was linked to DC United, I thought there was a legitimate chance that yeah. he was going to make the move. To wh- what place is safer? Yeah, yeah, then going then DC. to play in the MLS and no, not even that. <laughs> yeah, D- nonetheless, DC. You know what? What place is safer in the world than, than there for a player like that? Which would have been shame. He's, 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 he's a talented player, but you know, I, I I'm wishing both of them the best. It's just crazy what those players over there have to go with as opposed to over here. You know, yeah. Oppo- as opposed to you know, you know Russell, Russell Westbrook has to deal with a heckler once in a while, and and, yeah. I, and, and I get that, but like. There's gangs after these guys. There's prices on their heads. Yeah, there's no, prices which is, which on their heads. and they're just trying to follow their passion and play a sport, which is just insane to me. Yeah, that's wild. I'll never get, I'll never get through that. That's weird. And then I guess we can touch on Liverpool's transfer. Numbers. Yeah, I was gonna
1: say we could talk about Liverpool and City. Um, I mean, Liverpool. I don't. I kind of agree with what they did this year. They spent a lot of money last year, and they brought in some key players. Obviously. They, their squad at the end of last season was, like, untouchable. Like, yeah. why would you want to take anyone out of that yeah, team? Why would you want to replace anyone? There's only one. There was such ad- a good connection, such a good vibe going on in that play, in, in Liverpool, and the, obviously the quality is more than there. Um. I mean, their front three is ridiculous. Their back line is ridiculous. I mean, then you have the perfect
0: super sub, with the two super subs, really, in Wynaldum and orgie and that can come
1: on. And and exactly. And, Hen- and in, the, in the midfield, Henderson and Wynaldum are like. And Fabinho.
0: Fabinho, Fabinho was is one of the outstanding best, last year. Yeah, he really doesn't. The statistics H- don't support. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not going to see him show up on the stat sheet, but he's one of the best holding midfielders in the world. This yeah, year.
1: I think in terms of talent, Henderson is not the most
0: talented but he is a workhorse and he's not gonna and he's, he's not, not gonna play in a lot of the games and like the norwich games and stuff no like yeah he's, he'll he'll come on like you have rotation
1: like you yeah. have a good rotation but during the
0: feel. big games there's no better person i'd want out there he loves wearing that band. he yeah. will put everything into it and that just the connection those guys have i mean even when van dyke was wearing the armband and henderson checked on just last week um and Van Dijk took the armband off and was set to give it to Henderson. And yep. Henderson said, don't worry about it. It's going to leave it off. And that's just... I mean, between him and, him and Milner captain. as vice-captain and captain... I mean, those guys are certainly not the most talented. <laughs> James
1: Milner. I don't understand how he has gotten... He just won a championship. Just... Body... He just started in the Champions League final last year. His, uh, his bo- I think his body fat percentage is probably less than
0: the 1%. Dude, yeah, he's got dude. the body of Ronaldo. That dude is he's great. just the uh, English Ronaldo, I guess. I in terms of body amen to that (laughs) but i mean even um oxley chamberlain stuff it's almost like these guys that were injured last year if they can maintain their health like like a midfield between keita oxley chamberlain and fabinho i mean i'd really like to see stuff like that because you have you have a lot of options if those guys can stay healthy there's a lot of options you can run through and out and there's there's some depth there that a lot of people like well we didn't add to the depth of the squad they're upset with the window but i I kind of sat back and accepted and said, if there's any moves that need to be made, Klopp's going to make them, but he's not going to make them this summer. I think he's pretty yeah. much settled on right now, but if any injuries or stuff happen, the winter window is always there. Yep. So between you know Joe Gomez, um, Lovren might be in his way opposite you get got Joe Gomez when he's healthy, he can play right back or center back, because Alexander Arnold hasn't looked good defensively so far.
1: I mean, he's never been great defensively. That's never been his strong suit. Uh, is, it's is it? been
0: really really woeful so far though like it, oh yeah no
1: I, I'm, I'm not taking anything away from Trent I think he's a top two right back in the world I think he's the best right back in the Premier League but in terms of defending it's not a strong suit attacking you won't find a right back it's very rare more, to and, find and a right back especially like with
0: the system that Liverpool run between with, Oh yeah. how we play with a high back
1: line him and Robertson on the I've never they. that's like the best fullback duo I think in the world I'm yeah, pretty sure. sure. Well, I mean, Unless I mean, you could argue if Man City decide to play Cancelo on the left, which I'm hoping he's on my fantasy Premier League team.
0: I'm hoping Cancelo plays left back, <laughs> and I'm, not, I'm.
1: But if they have that, biased. if they have yeah. that fullback duo, I think they'll compete. Like those two are top two.
0: And I guess we can just touch on Man City now as well, while we're on the subject of yeah. bringing in arguably the best, one of the best fullbacks in the world. right now. I mean,
1: you're talking about one of the best they overall the two- squads, probably of all time. Like I mean, this is this squad, I think is is up there with, like the, the best Barcelona teams and Real Madrid teams, and even man the United best Man squad, United Ronaldo, Ronaldo, teams. Like I United. mean, yeah, the names are bigger at United just because they were all there for most of their careers for like gigs and, and skulls and everything. I mean, but in terms of talent, right now that that Man City team has De Bruyne, Sane, Sane's hurt and they still have as many options as you can get Gabby
0: Jesus
1: Gabriel Jesus Aguero Sterling
0: Zinchenko has been very good Zinchenko
1: it's like and it all comes down to Pep Pep is like he makes everyone robots he he has systems that work so perfectly just as
0: Klopp does with his he has his own
1: exactly Pep but the thing is Pep Guardiola has about five or six
0: of them as opposed to one good pressing style he has he has like
1: he can go three in the back, four in the back. He could put three up top, two up top. It doesn't matter. He has a, And they all turn into robots. It blows my... Kevin De Bruyne is, on his day, the best attacking midfielder in the world. And
0: then David Silva's going to be not even going to be at the club next year. But that's the, the I mean, yeah, he's... I've it. never
1: been a big fan of that. He's, he's fit well in that system. I mean, he tried his best to look exactly like Pep. I guess he wants to be Pep when he grows up, but... I think he's just—he's I mean, old. They, they he's past it. I, his prime was about four years ago, three years ago. But I'm not—he's a great player, but he's not good enough for that Man City team. I mean, they have way stronger options, like Rodri. Rod—they're—they're Rod, of... new signing Rodri. No one—he came out of the blue, but he has looked so good these uh-huh. last two games for them, especially in the Tottenham game. I feel like he played really well.
0: He's—he's—he's. He's, he's... Very impressive in that link up play. Oh my god, he's, he's a perfect midfielder for that. In, that. in the center of the park, being able to link one of the best, not one, but two front threes in yeah. the world. Like, their, Jose second host, host, team was, their second team would finish in the top four. That's what Mourinho was saying. Jose Mourinho said the best, the top four teams in the Premier League were Man City, Liverpool, Tottenham, and Man City's City second team, which I really can't argue with. I can't.
1: That's I, 100% true. If um, they have so much squad depth, it's like, and Phil Foden too. Foden like he's on
0: his way up to replace David Silva.
1: He's he's a good player. I he's a little overhyped, just because I think it's. The whole Man City well, youngster. It's not. It, well, there's
0: not really ever really been a Man City youngster to come up through the ranks. Yeah, you
1: never really see it because so. they're all
0: brought in now. And people say that oh, it's, it's ruined. It's ruined football and everything. And they hmm. but it's not like they spent three hundred million in one transfer window. This has been built over time between the Kyle Walkers and the, the squad that's been built over yeah. time. Like, like it's.
1: I mean, they did. They did spend a lot of money at once. Like these past few years, this year's. This year, they, I'm pretty sure they only brought in, like,
0: three or four Just Roger, Consuelo. But those are their two Danilo. big names.
1: Yep. And But the thing is, they also got money back. Exactly. They're like, still, they, they saved so much money on the Consuelo deal by giving them their backup right back. and then
0: also selling Delph. Selling Delph. Companies out in the free. They... they financially there's still it's not like the money's it's never a, money's not running out play. anytime soon I know they're not running out but it's not there's still financial fair play and they're still able to stay within that yeah so it's still kind of impressive to me mm-hmm. the depth they're able to build so i guess while we're talking about our top 4 man city finishing second with the fourth with the second team we can get into our top 6 predictions um okay so
1: i think man city are winning the league again i don't think any like I don't, I don't think there's a as
0: way. It is. I mean, unless we were to go ahead and say the champions you League have and to FA score.
1: Part. You have to put up 100 points to beat Man City. Man City. Which the, we
0: almost did, but that was with untu- just
1: absolutely mad. That's magic. something. Last The past two years, Man City broke the record. They got 102, and then they got 100. The past two years, they've broken the scoring record. They broke their own scoring record last year. Liverpool have the third highest point tally ever. In the Premier League. And they didn't even win it. it, it it's just... It, it's... Liverpool, I don't think...
0: I don't think Liverpool are going to put up
1: 97 it, they points again. It, they, they, they
0: They can. I mean, they can, but it's going to... It's... The amount of things that had to happen that had to go right, just... Aside from the Barcelona game alone, going... Yeah. Winning, winning for... There were I mean. so
1: many things that just went right for you. Like, it Perfect. was like, I don't know how it happened, but it did. I'm not taking anything away from it. No, it's but just I mean, like it, there were so so many things where it's like, wow, we had a we had a, se- I, we had a season we had a
0: season of destiny. I'm not saying that we don't have talent in the squad and we still can't mm-hmm. finish with eighty something points, which in most years would yeah. beat for that first ball. You're just hanging around high eighties to nineties. We have a season of destiny where we have the third best season in Premier League history, only behind Man City's record-breaking year, just behind this one as well. We had a season of destiny. We still finished second. Yeah. I mean, the Champions League, nice and all. I'm definitely not going to bitch and moan about the Champions League. But, to be that good and have so many things go right and even just so much luck at certain times yeah. and still not even be good enough. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. And they've added to the squad between yeah. Rodri and Cons- Consuelo. We didn't really add it's anything. It's just a
1: matter of if Oxley chamberlain can stay fit. I say this every year because he comes, it's, like, it's the same thing every year. fan. Yeah, and I've been through it. I've watched him for four or five years. He... He has like a cycle. So he'll come back at the beginning of the season like this. And he did this last year too. A little slow, do some. And he'll do he'll come back slow, but then he'll catch fire and he'll get all hot and then all of a sudden boom season ending injury. It's happened five times in his career. And it, it just feels like a never ending cycle. So if he can somehow
0: manage to stay fit, he will be a great like addition, you could say, yeah. to your squad. Same thing with Origi, and the same thing with Joe Gomez. Players like that that yeah. would either hurt or just weren't on the scene that are mm-hmm. now, you know, tenfold better. Regular rotating yeah. Yeah. players. Plus, listen Origi's just you know, Origi comes off the bench every game. If Sturridge did half of what Origi did, I'd have been happy with with with, with that depth. He just went to Turkey. He did went to Zor Yep, but just like, made that signing today. Yep. um he was at the he was at the, the Madeira Feast in New Bedford. Yeah, too. yeah, he was. I, was I, I
1: I heard about that. I wasn't there, but
0: no, I saw jo, uh, jo, uh, John 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 sent a picture. picture yeah, he now. sent me a picture. I was like, what in the world's going on in New Bedford right now? Daniel is Daniel Stairs there? <laughs> but I mean, like, if he had done half, if so many of those guys, like even Chikari had done like half of that production, oh, yeah. you know, I I'd, I'd have been ecstatic. Origi's could probably fit into the top of, like first eleven of any other squad in the Premier League right now, outside of us in Man City. Uh, I mean, maybe not Arsenal because you I think any on.
1: side outside the top
0: six. that Yeah, and then so I guess it. I like I Man City easily. You know, I not maybe not easily, but I mean should be easily. Unless Liverpool going to have to go. They're going to
1: have to turn on a whole new mode. I mean, if we they lost, well, I mean, we lost team. one game last year. One game we lost. Well, it's crazy that you guys were nine points up at, around Christmas time last year and just. And Man City still managed to get back.
0: And what it was is just, like we were mentioning before, the squad depth. Squad depth. They they just have everyone. And then Champions League football came around, and that's when we started to fall off and draw against Mm. teams like Everton and stuff like that.
1: It's it's unfortunate. Top six predictions.
0: We never really said them. Man City of one. Liverpool, two. Arsenal, three for me. I'd go Tottenham, four. Man United five. And I think Wol- Wolves are going to break into the top six at six.
1: Yeah, I think. I think it goes Man City, Liverpool, one and two. And then I think Tottenham will still finish third. I think we'll get the fourth spot. I think Man U will finish fifth. And I think Leicester are going to
0: finish sixth. James Madison's a good player. And then Chelsea, Wolves. And like yeah. so it's really honestly Everton too, happen. I think Everton should be able to start to compete a little bit. Today. They should. They should at least. I mean they
1: like uh, they look they look good defensively they look really solid defensively in their opening two games. It's just a matter of if they can get that front line going. They have the talent there. Their front line is gonna be kind of like ridiculous this year. I think Richarlison will start up top. I think they'll have a Wobie, Sigurdsson and Bernard. That's a good front four to work with. It's not—I don't think it's good enough to get into the top six yet.
0: But it will certainly keep you in contention.
1: I think they will stay.
0: And that's that's considering everybody—if everybody, if everybody stays healthy too. If that's if that top four stays healthy, and say James Madison goes down or Anthony Martial goes down, that totally changes the picture. But oh, assuming yeah. that everybody stays healthy, which is what we're making our predictions. Yeah. You know, I mean, that that squad could easily move into the top six depending on the health of teams oh, yeah. like Manchester United and Arsenal. In Tottenham. And, and like I was saying to you before, I, I think Arsenal, if Arsenal were to say, you know, we don't want the Europa League, if they were to just play their second team to the Europa League, mm-hmm. even the FA Cup, I think maybe competing for the league, like I said, maybe that's a stretch. But you guys could certainly compete if you just strictly focus on the Premier League. I think you could compete for the title, if not the two squad, t- definitely the two squad. It
1: comes down to squad depth, too. Like,
0: Right Realistically,
1: now is, with our defense, I mean, when it's fully fit, it's a different story.
0: But like, we Bob don't holding. know
1: how, like, tyranny and holding, they're good on their day. But I, I have never, I've never really watched tyranny play, like in an actual game before. Holding. He's done this before, and he and he came back after his injury, and he wasn't that great last time. So I hope it's different this time. Bellerin, I mean. He was out for three months before he re-injured himself on his on the game back. Yeah. And he did it again. And he was out for, what, it's been six, seven months right? eight
0: months. You just hope that this time it's I done. just
1: hope that this time everyone can stay healthy. Tyranny's known to be injury-prone. That's why he had such a little price tag. And
0: then,
1: but even Monterrey, look good so far this year? I mean, yeah, Montreal's kind of just, like, over all reliable in a sense like he's a great squad player but
0: you don't want him as a regular starter and like we were mentioning Ozil and Kolasinac I think Kolasinac is a great weapon at left back he's not he's not like a lot of left backs he's, he's got a, a, he's got a different play shot. style. he's a very strong player he's not the quickest fullback but he's he mentally... makes a lot of
1: mistakes in terms of knowing the game that's where he lacks he has the bot, he has the physicality, he has the shooting ability. He has all the
0: physical ability. He has all
1: of it, But he just. I feel like when you watch him, he doesn't know the game that well, it, it feels like in a sense. He's just kind of a group. He just kind of just, yeah, he runs around with his head he down.
0: Re- I mean, which is fine because there's certain players in the world right now, like Virgil Vidalik that have that pace, have that strength in there. But a, he knows the game. But, and he knows the game, but even knowing that, he sometimes makes the wrong decision but he makes those decisions and takes those risks knowing that his recovery is going to be very good because of how physically adapt he is to the game Mm -hmm. I think Kolasinac doesn't really have like the idea of that and he just kind of wings it out there with his physical ability
1: I mean yeah I I like him I would want that to be my backup left back like I I say we get rid of Monreal while we can like I love him at all He's he's honestly the longest serving player at our club right now which is kind of crazy but he um, he's just I think he's past it like we saw his best years already. so I say we send him back to Spain or something. Yeah, I think he'll like, like it there. there yeah, really yeah like something, something like that. Like he'll that. fit in great there, yeah, but um, going back to top six, so like you said, it all comes down to who stays fit. and it's just you can't really predict it yet. Um, like and it comes down to wolves too. Wolves, they're they play great against the top six, but then they'll go to they
0: are not they'll
1: but, go to they'll go to fucking
0: Cardiff away. Well, that's where the youth and they'll and they'll get that's where the youth like comes in, and it's in it, and it's a sign of a weak team because of the fact that even like high school teams and stuff. Growing up when I was playing, it's like it's fine. You can play, you go, you show up big games, win big games, cool. Get your names in the paper and everything. And the next week when you play the team that's worse, you play down to them. Mhm just not you're not you're not a mentally strong team so that's why I think a lot of the youth comes into play with Wolves between you know Catron Adama yeah. you know Joramantino is really the only veteran in the side yeah so I mean you'd have to hope that players like him and Patricio Annette are able to kind of take more accountability take more leadership in the side between Jota Raul Jimenez and. Ra-
1: I think Raul Jimenez is a great player for them like him and Jota work well together um they've had they've had a rough start offensively they've I, I'm not because I think they drew both their opening games I think that they tied against um, Everton in their opening game 0-0 and then tied United yep and they were nil, n- they uh, drew nil nil with Leicester oh it was Leicester that's what it was and then they tied, and then they drew with United they played well against United they had a rough start but they ended up they look honestly. They look solid defensively too in that second Which, half. which
0: is more of the worry with me. I think that offensively it will come and they can explode on offense. But it's just a matter of not playing down to the competition. Oh, when it
1: comes to Wolves though, like they're they're the Doherty and Willie Bali and Johnny. They they they're all solid. Like they're all very solid. It's just that their midfield and their attack lets them down sometimes. And they won't be able it's to. It's just score. the
0: link up. It's not that they don't have the talent. It's just yeah, no, the, no, 100%. the ability to go from point A to point B to the defense. And, and that's solid.
1: why I feel like they'll never, like. I don't think they'll finish in the top six this year. I think if anyone is, it's going to be Leicester. Should be. I mean, nothing against. Like, I think Chelsea just are not a good spot right now. I, would, I, I would, think they're in a good spot to set up their future. Like, mean, I think this year they're not. They, I don't think they're going to finish in the top six, but. It's gonna be a big year for kids like Mason Mount and and Hudson Odoi when he gets back, Loftus Cheek, so. Tammy Abraham, like and they still loomed out a bunch of their players, like a bunch of their good youth players. It, it's, it's gonna be they're gonna be a fun team to watch when they're on their date, but they're not gonna put up the point tally that they.
0: And I would love for them to. I mean, I, I hate saying that, but like I really would love for Chelsea to make a oh, push yeah for top, top top. I don't. Five, I, top there six. are
1: like they're like, I don't. I do not mind Chelsea at all. Like, I I actually kind of like their squad.
0: I mean, I think that what helps them is having a player like Giroud up front, able to, with him and Pedro up front, are really going to allow Pulisic to Mm -hmm. do his thing. And Tammy Abraham to get, you know, not have to play full 90 minute matches. And players like Mount. I think having those two veterans up front Mm -hmm. is really going to benefit the younger players like Mount and like Pulisic. Mm -hmm. And then having a player behind you for Mount with Conte, you know, I mean, not, like I said, not this year, but surely, this, it's a big stepping stone towards the future that they want, and it allows you, like, for what Klopp did with Liverpool in the beginning, where he didn't make a lot of moves right off the bat, Mm -hmm. he let those guys roll, let those guys play the way they needed to play, and figured out exactly what he had in his squad, and what adjustments he had to make, and he Mm -hmm. knew that defense was one of the biggest things, and he brings in the most expensive defender, in the world at the time, and Virgil van Dijk, and yeah. it's worked. So I think that this transfer van is actually a good thing for Chelsea. So Lampard can figure out exactly what it is. Is Mason Mount the real? Yeah, so he, if you can he get Mason can
1: Really work with his squad that he has right now and see what I what I need to change because it's like a fresh start. Right. They, I mean, and you'd have to as hold... much as it sucks that they got rid of Hazard. It's it's not a bad thing because now that you know how much money they have saved up now from that.
0: Well, it's at least a hundred plus million pounds. Yeah,
1: and so. They they have that to spend on their whole. So you could buy a whole new squad with 120 million.
0: But yeah, you're not gonna. I, I don't think they're going to have to. I think it's going to be one or two pieces away. Players, like Oh, as, I know. As, but like, they, like, yeah, and defenders and stuff like that. Because I think Kep is a great goalkeeper as well. Yeah,
1: I like Kepp, but Aspillita. I think if he's going to play anywhere, he needs to play center back. He's not a right back. No. He used to be able to, but he's not. He just adjusted the center back.
0: So you think if Kepa, I like Kepa.
1: Christensen, I like Rudiger. I, they need a new left back. Because I think... Like, getting Alonso out of the first team was a good move. But, like, Emer- a lot of Chelsea fans like Emerson just because of the fact that he's better than Alonso. But he's still not the He's not the greatest right uh, left back in the world. They could get much better, but I think they're, just, they're happy that it's just anybody but Alonso. And I think Emerson is good going forward, but... Sometimes I mean, he was
0: mainly a wing back when he when he did his time with Roma.
1: Yeah. And I he definitely not he's like a Trent like he very focused on going forward. He's just not as good as Trent. He's just forward.
0: not like he, yeah, <laughs> obviously, but
1: I don't know. I think Chelsea, this is a big rebuilding year for them.
0: Yeah, and I think that they're totally content with that fact. I don't know how the Champions League is going to go for them. I don't think I'd worry too much about it. And I hope that they give Lampard at least two to three years here to you know, to work it out. I hope yeah. he's not on... I hope it works out for him. He's not on some sort of short leash. I, I would find it insane for him to actually be on any like a short leash considering the fact that he hasn't been able to bring any players in for the first year.
1: I think they would have signed a bigger name in terms of manager.
0: If it wasn't for that transfer ban.
1: If they wanted to find like something to change quickly, yeah, I think they're ready to go into a rebuilding phase, and I think that's like the, the, everyone the at Chelsea the board that they all want to go through a rebuilding phase, as and that's to, why they brought in Ma- Lampard as because opposed to the manager, the manager
0: running through between Conte, sorry, Mourinho, they know they have a guy that they can build like a FSG in a sense or Massimvenga yeah. nice in a sense. I think they see Lampard as he's a former club legend. Players were always going to respect him, and now you have his time to build. Well, you, they
1: didn't want a short time thing, so they wanted to bring in Lampard, who even when the results aren't there this year, because they're going through it. Fans will have faith. Fans will still have faith because it's Frank it's Lampard. Right. When you, if you brought in a big name like say like another Murcielago type of player, like even like a Simeone, or they'd expect they'd results. They'd expect then or result. Fans would expect results right away. That's because that's the way they've been for so long you, br- you brought in Conte you brought in Sari, you had Mourinho like you had all these managers who were focused on winning now and the fans adapted to that alright look what happened Conte won the league in his first season and then the tattled, next season battled
0: relegation for yeah, a period of
1: time and then the next season that was it he was gone it's just they they're so focused on they were so focused on winning now 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 and now they're transforming into a... Alright, let's save up. Let's build towards later. And I like that. Because I think they needed that.
0: So, we're going to move on to the upcoming Premier League fixtures. If I can pull them up here. But obviously the big one coming up this weekend with Arsenal and Liverpool. You scared, Jake?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think both teams are a little scared. Because... Like, I think the game is gonna be like I think it's gonna end like five to three or something crazy. I mean, like our defense is gonna let us down. I know they will. Adrian, okay.
0: Adrian might have two hours at this point.
1: It's uh, we both are going through injuries. We both we both don't have our uh, official starting eleven because I know Liverpool is not fit. for
0: It's what, a just, very unpredictable
1: just... game because sometimes Aubameyang and Lacazette, and it depends who we play. If we start Mkhitaryan, the game's over from before it even started. If He might as well just start Pepe. Just start him, give him, see how he does. I know it's just anything but Mkhitaryan. is like the worst soccer player I think I've ever seen in the world. Last game against Burnley, he put up one of the worst performances I've ever seen. Okay. If he oh. gets in the starting 11 at Anfield the week after, I'm going to lose my mind and that's such I could see it happening you know it I feel like we'll start people like Mkhitaryan and we'll start people like Joe Willick that, nothing against Joe Willick he's been great the first two games but you can't just throw him in a he's not gonna he's be not mentally
0: gonna, ready to play at Enfield and even players of the past have said that it's just mentally the most you cannot prepare for the environment that you're gonna experience at Enfield no matter what it would level just, of play you it want. would
1: just make sense right for us to start Socrates and David Luiz those are our two best center back options but something Emery would do was he'd take out David Luiz, and he'd put in Chambers for that game. For who knows why? Who knows what made him make that choice? But he, that's so something he would do, and I'm scared that it's gonna happen because if he does that, then we're gonna smack five-one again. Watch him start. Musa I mean, day. I
0: don't think Liverpool's fit yet. Either. I mean, think if you. I mean, to think of it, I, the way I looked at it was, you yeah, had the Champions League and then the Copa America in the Super Cup now and everything like that. And you had the UEFA Nations League. So Van Dyke played in the Nations League. Uh, Firmino, uh, Salah played in the AFCON. Yep. Firmino played in the Copa, Copa America. America. Firmino, I don't think Firmino I mean, I mean, was in the mix run. Too. Yeah, Ronaldo was in the UEFA Nations League. You know, there's uh, Trent Trent and Joe Gomez. I think we're both in the U21s. I know Trent was at least playing the U21s. Mm-hmm. The Euros. I mean, we're not fit right now. It's just how it is. We just, we, I mean, and you can see it. I mean, the second half, we know how to turn the second. We're are a second half team right now, strictly because I think that we're pacing ourselves in the first half. We look sloppy in the first half, but all of a sudden you bring on Firmino, you bring on Rinaldo, you, you bring on certain plays in the second half, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, it's a totally different game. Well, I feel like your
1: most vulnerable spot, this, in based on their opening two games, has been your defense. And. You've gotten away with it, considering that the opponent, opponents are Norwich and Southampton. But I feel like now you got an actual attack, a good attack, coming at you. It's, it's going to be a big test for Liverpool's defense so far, because, like I said, that was the most vulnerable and I
0: And I'd like this, and, I, and I'm not even sure if it's the time now, where I'd ask to see, I think Gomez is better as a center back, but it's, Trent's going to have to prove himself at right back this game. I don't think there's any way you don't play Trent. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of your defense. I just hope that he's at least semi decent going back this game. I, I mean, even if so. you
1: wanted to, also you could start Fabinho at center back if you really wanted to.
0: I mean, for I've been kind of on that for a while, like a five at the back with with Fabinho, Gomez, Van Dijk, and then the. Wing, Ryan and Robertson on the wing. Backs. On the wing backs because you yeah, have you could play Fabinho in that cent, that that more elevated center back role. Mm-hmm. Man City did the, that at the tip of the point. Man City uh, did that with speed. Fernandinho, and then you could play Van Dijk and Gomez on those. Your outer center back sides to kind of make up for that pace that maybe when Alexander Arnold and, and Andrew Robertson get forward too much. And I'm and I'm not saying we won't we won't see that this year because there's probably a good chance that we may. I mean, it's how I would I mean it's just a like it all comes down to if Joe Gomez stays fit,
1: and it fitness is such a key part of a year. One major injury and your whole year changes. So it's early. We're still in August. A, we got our season last until May so it all depends on who could stay fit during that long season into, in terms of long term but I I would start Joe Gomez with Van Dyke, and then I'd put Robertson Trent in the midfield I'd put Fabinho Henderson is Henderson fit?
0: Henderson, Henderson's fit he just you know they've been kind of rotating guys into the box yeah. to get fit Gates is not fit. I know Gates had a muscle injury in mm-hmm. training, which is unfortunate because he's a really creative player in the field that I really want to see some of. But wasn't able to get into a groove last year, and he's been injured ever since. And I think Wynaldum has to start.
1: Wynaldum in big games at home is a completely different player than Wynaldum away. I from kind home. of
0: agree with that. I, I think that your best bet might be to start Ox with Henderson, mm-hmm. elevated in front of Fabinho. And then at halftime, if you need to bring on Allen for Oxley chamberlain if, say, Oxley chamberlain has a good at the moment or anything like that, mm-hmm. you can make that adjustment at halftime. And I think that the same goes for Rigi, because Mane had that banger last week. I think Mane's been one of the best players. I think Mane's the most talented player in Liverpool. I, I, I think Firmino might be the most... I'm not... Talent's a tough word. I think that... I think Firmino really can do... Just about anything in that team. But, I mean, so can Mane. It's really tough with the the front line depth that we have. Mane, attacking-wise, is one of the most dangerous swingers in the world. I mean, with the way he's played, in in this calendar year, he has the most goals in the Premier League. Yeah. In just this calendar year, you know, alone. I mean, it's incredible the statistics that he's been able to put up quietly. With no penalty taken. I think it's... He's not even the main man in the squad. Like, is technically the main man. Who right now is not finishing well, but still looks very very. Yeah, I good. mean
1: Salah's always gonna get. He's gonna get ten chances a game, even if he finishes two of them, he still has two goals. Yeah.
0: He's and that's been. I've seen people kind of chirping it like, oh, Salah's a product. Uh, product of Klopp system. He's a product of op system. That's, that's 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 a true statement. Oh yeah. Why are we going to fault players for fitting into systems? Because don't we chirp. The other pl- how about players that don't fit into systems that are flops because they can't fit into systems they go somewhere else and they succeed back in their mm. own league mm. we criticize those players like crazy why are we going to criticize a player for fitting into a coach's system Yeah, I, that has never made sense to me like Alexis is going to leave Man United he's going to go to Inter and he's going to dominate he's going to be an incredible winger again and we're going to fault Alexis for being that's awesome That's that's debatable Maybe not dominate But he's going to do A hell of a lot more Than he did at Man United Oh yeah I mean it doesn't take It doesn't take much To do more than What he did at Man United But he he might not Show shades of his Arsenal self But he's going to be He's been criticized So hard And rightfully so For not being able To fit into the system there But he's going to go elsewhere People are not even Going to know the difference Oh yeah. They're they're not going to Criticize him They're going to be like Oh he's, he's back to his Normal self I, I, that's, I, I, that's why I've never agreed with criticizing a player for fitting into a system because it's it's hard. It's hard to come to a new club and just fit right into a system as well as Salah has and as well as Mane has. And stuff as well, it, To buy in is tough. Because look at Pogba. Pogba hasn't succeeded nearly as much at United as he has at Juventus, and he's receiving a lot of the shit for it. Mm-hmm. But if he were to go back to Juventus or Real and dominate, no one would even remember. I'd like Pogba again. <laughs> <it>, ex- exactly. <laughs> I like Pogba again, 100%. That's why I just never agreed with really cr- like overly criticizing a player for, not criticizing, but like it's unfair to take away what these players do in the, in these systems, mm-hmm. because we criticize, we, we freaking throw players under the bus so quick when they don't fit into a system, why why are we going to take it away, from, why are we going to take away statistics and take away performances from a player for fitting in?
1: Yeah, it's kind of... It's it's silly to People be, judge a, so quickly and they base And that's, people will find an excuse to judge off of anything. They'll play they'll judge a player for being good. They'll judge a player for being bad. They'll judge a player for what he does outside of soccer. Like it's just the, the, you're going to get judged if you're in the spotlight like that now. Now with today's generation, you're going to get judged. And by and that's a the one
0: legitimate like right that I've had with, you know, becoming a soccer fan in recent years. You're one of the main reasons why I have become a soccer fan. Um Jesus, what, seventh, eighth grade yeah. soccer, I mean, back then. Um, it's one of my main... the, Like, a lot of other sports, like baseball, me, personally, I I even respect Aaron Judge. I mean, I have my fantasy team, I have to, but, like, I respect Aaron Judge as a player, like, and even though it's, like, Red Sox, Yankees, and stuff, like, I respect talent. Like, I'm not gonna hate on... I don't just outright hate a club, like, everybody's like, oh, Lingard Shite, Lingard Shite, like, he's really not that bad. He, is he... As hyped up as Man United's fan base likes him to be, <laughs> no, but coming from a Liverpool it. fan, and I'm not going to go and say that I'd want him in my squad, but if he were the right, if he fit in as well at Liverpool as he does with those front two at, between Rashford and Martial, with that a front good line. squad player. You know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I could find a player just like that from, like, whatever club that fit in just as well as Salah and with us. Yeah why am I, i'm not gonna go out there and say he's, he's shit just because he plays for a team that i that i'm not supposed to no, like, I like don't. you know like i feel like, and that's my only gripe with like soccer fan base in general is i feel like a lot of times like there's not a lot of respect for ability or respect for talent a lot of fans are just quick to be like he's no good because he went to my rival and it and it frustrates me a little bit because it, it i i'm an intelligent human being i like to have an intelligent conversation i like mm-hmm. to i'm not an arsenal fan but I'm jealous. You guys have the best window by far. Yeah. You know? I'm not gonna just because I'm a Liverpool fan be like ah Arsenal and Pepe Pepe's gonna be a flop because we didn't sign him. Yeah. I'm not gonna be that guy. I'm jealous. Or Bruno Fernandez if he'd actually gone to United or whatever, like I want a Bruno Fernandez I think Bruno Fernandez would have been fantastic in our system. Oh yeah. Box he to is box. Disgusting. He is. He can do everything. His tec- technical ability aside. Just like, you wouldn't even remember why Naldon went if he came into this club. Just physically alone, his pace, box to box, as a central guy, is just absolutely incredible. Oh, yeah. Between him and Firmi- him and Fabinho pivoting mm-hmm. and then getting the ball up to Firmino, just insane. Yeah. It, would, it would have been incredible. I, I, I wish we had the money to make the signing. But I wouldn't have been like all over him had he transferred to you know, Man United or Tottenham. Yeah. You know, that's the only thing that frustrates me with like, the game. Tottenham had a good window, too. Yeah, we didn't really talk about, like, Celso coming in. Um, being able to. Ke- if they are able to keep Ericsson, that's going to be huge if they don't sell Ericsson off, which it doesn't seem like they're going to. Yeah, I don't. He hasn't played yet, though, has he? It's.
1: I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird. <laughs> he always starts off wicked slow. Like, he doesn't play the first few games. And then all of a sudden. Like, around October, November, he just shoots up and goes, boom.
0: I mean, Sun... Sun's a great player ever since. Even at Lever- he was, in, he was in, he's a terrific player. Um, and, like, we were talking about fitness earlier. If he can stay healthy and Harry Kane can stay healthy. I mean, Harry Kane is... He looked a
1: shell of himself last year. And he's still... And he he's still put up numbers. He
0: still put up numbers. So, like, when Harry Kane's in hurricane form...
1: Yeah. It
0: can, can be dangerous. I, I mean, mean
1: I'm I on my fantasy this year.
0: I mean, you got to think of um, Lucas Mora, too, as like their own Divock Origi. Lucas Mora. He's like the super sub of... He's just yeah. the super subs.
1: And he's okay with it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Is that Even I think, at Man City last week. He came on, what was it, 30 seconds
0: later off a corner. But it's like certain players in baseball that are able to be pinched. So not everybody can be a pinch hitter. You can be the best hitter in baseball. And you can pinch it. Yeah. And you can... Struggles in your career as a pinch hitter. It's just, it's just a, all these sports are so mentally challenging in own okay. ways that there's just only. I mean, re- regardless of your talent and your physical ability, mm-hmm. there's still a mental approach that you need to possess to, to be able to do certain things. And I'm like players like Origi and Mora right now are totally into being that super sub. Oh yeah, they, they only have thirty to forty minutes, but they're able to sell Tom out for Fins, that thirty to forty Tom
1: minutes. Look at Lucas more like a club legend. Because he scored that goal against Ajax. Yeah. Like, I they him. love him. So, it, he's chilling there. He likes it. I mean, I don't think Tottenham are going to win anything
0: anytime soon. But I mean, I, and, and they have a good center-back rotation, too, between Vertonghen. Although, he was at left-back recently. V- Vertonghen. Did he start against Man City? Left-back. Instead of left-back. Yeah. It, it's but, awkward. I, I, It needs to be him and Alderweireld, and then Davison Sanchez he's hitting it. But.
1: I mean, but the thing is, though, they're left-back.
0: I like. And Danny Rose isn't terrible. Danny Rose isn't terrible, but he's
1: not good enough to challenge for the League. Yeah. And there right were Serge, in Serge and Aurier and Kyle Walker Peters. Like But that's why they brought him decent in right Young. backs. Yeah, Session Young, but also another player that's not gonna win your title. No, and not that's what they should not be. Yeah.
0: You you he, never know what Potts going do. Because
1: Potts is really never I know he was at Fulham last year and I know Fulham were not great. But he did not look like he was ready at all for the Premier League.
0: But I, if there's any, if there's there's a certain amount of managers that out of faith and are able to raise the like the bar for a level of play from a player, if there's anyone that can do it, Poch. Yeah, I think there's anybody if there's anybody that can take a young kid like that and turn him into world class, between Klopp, uh, Emery right now, I think is like incredibly undervalued because of how rough his start at your Arsenal was last year. Oh my God, year. his
1: squad when he got it last year was, it was so bad. And just see our starting center backs and at the beginning of last year, before Starcraft started playing, was Bustafi and Kishelney. It was bad. And then we had Maitland Niles and Monorail. really turned into a very good Maitland Niles has turned into a good a good right back. I but it kind of it's disappointing because I just want Bellerin to be back. Also, because I miss Bellerin and all. I'd like to see Maitland Miles get a shot in the midfield, though. I was just about to say that. I hope, I want to see him be able to get a chance in, at center mid. Him and Gonduzzi would work so well together. Him, and Sab- him, Ganduzi, and Ceballos yeah. is like our future. Could be our future three midfield. I mean, you have to think, you, you have to think so, right? I, mean, I just, I don't know. Ceballos. There's rumors that he just wanted to come here as like a stepping stone to work his way up in Real Madrid, but the way he's acting, like, I mean, towards like Arsenal right now, it's like he w- looks like so far he wants to be even here. if
0: I mean, well, I mean, we got a long year ahead. Things not, can change, but it's a good start. It's not like there's not a good past history of Ars- of uh, Real Madrid players that have come to Arsenal. Mesut, I mean, Ozo when was he like, first got here but was ridiculous, he was amazing he came in with Sanchez, so been he should pretty, have broke the
1: assist track.
0: I mean, they've, there's been pretty recent, you know, good recent history of La Liga players to come over to great League and succeed. Mm-hmm. So, I think he could be really good for us. It's just a matter of,
1: I don't know what the price tag is. Because if he balls out this year, Real Madrid. Which set is a great, high you guys, tag. but the price tags going to be ridiculous. So if so. we can get Champions League, it'll be great. Because yeah, then we'll have the then money you
0: for that. You, you have even more of the added funds for it, which. That's what I was so. You scared guys had about only last had a limited year. budget this year, but it really wasn't. I don't think it was what it was said to the press that it was. I think that we signed Pepe on, in installments. Own, own, right. own, owner, yeah, I know it's installments, but like ownership came and said, "Oh, we only have forty-five million pounds." You guys were willing to spend much more. The budget was much higher than that, but just to avoid all of the media speculation, like everybody t- took like all those rumors as like hearsay because how are you supposed to do this without the budget? Well, there's only a certain price you pay up front. One. Yep. And two, you probably had a bigger budget than that, but it was only, that's the number that was given to the press, so it kind of, a lot of those rumors were stemmed, were, were stemmed away because nobody believed you guys had actually paid for it.
1: Oh yeah, and the installments thing is, it's good for us because we probably did have around 50 mil, 60 mil to spend up front. And we just threw 20 here, and we'll say, alright, we'll pay you 20 next year, and then we'll pay you 15 a year after that or vice versa and it's good because I think it means that we're confident that we can finish in the Champions League this year so we can get more money to pay those people after and
0: they it, it still have the ability to bring in more players still have the ability to bring in, in more
1: players with it I think it's a great move for us and like I said with earlier Saliba like he'll be a great signing Paying, we paid 30 mil for him and that, that'll be a bargain and no time, but other games this week. Norwich and Chelsea. I, they're playing at Norwich. Pookie, Pookie is dangerous, and but he looked like their only threat. If Chelsea can su- manage to shut down him, I think they'll be okay. They played, they played very well against Leicester. They just. Towards the end, it looks like they were running out of gas. They were getting out. I mean,
0: Norwich's second half against us was something that kind of... I mean, Norwich looked good, though. Norwich Mariger are promising. In the promising. second half, and it looks more like they're one of the teams that might be able to stay up and stay as mm-hmm. opposed to the first half where they looked awful. I'm, and it's even more of a testament to the, the way they were able to respond. Um, Everton, Aston Villa on Friday. I'm, I'm hoping either Moise Keene or Wesley, personally, for me, can break onto the score sheet somehow. Moise Keene, less likely. Wesley... If him and Jack Grealish could get a little little something something going. I mean right, you'd have to you have to imagine.
1: Asenville have looked unlucky. Yeah. They 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 played very well. They played very well against Tottenham but, but they like, got very unlucky. I'd like to see They g- played well against Bournemouth, but it was just a little too
0: little too late. Tyrone Mings has looked good. Matt Target's there has had plenty of experience. But I'd really like to see a little like a connection between Graylish and Wesley.
1: Yeah, that and McKinn is good too. They're number seven.
0: I think Villa I mean to see two or three promoted sides there'd be kinda of wild, but I think it's a good possibility.
1: Oh yeah. This year would be the year to do it Norwich Norwich look good. Sheffield I think will get relegated Yeah, yet. they just don't they don't have it, it as a they just don't have it as magical
0: at them. as it was.
1: But in terms of New, Norwich New and Ca- Austin Villa, yeah. I think Newcastle are in deep danger to go down.
0: Newcastle because well, I, it, it, made, it made no sense to me. They said, like, Rafa Benitez left because he wanted more More of an ability to spend and buy and bring in who he wanted to, and then, like, then he left. Yeah. And then they spent $60 million on Joe Eliton and Rodney and St. Uh, Maximin. after selling out Jose Perez. St. Maximum and... Um, St. Maximin's a great player. I was, like, the most dribbles completed in, like, all of the yeah, top Yeah, but you could up. tell
1: he, just off of his opening, like, little He's cameo that he put... You could tell he's a very direct, like an Adam Atriori type of player. Very direct, but his end product just isn't there yet. He's Maybe if he could work on it. I will be. It's like a will type of. He's a, he's a better dribbler than he can.
0: He can do, he Wobie can, Wobie he can do 90%. Yeah, he'll do all night.
1: the hard work to get there, but when it comes to actually finishing it off, he can't, it looks like he can't do it. So
0: I think, I think Southampton, I, I don't know where they lie. They play Brighton, hot Brighton this week. And Brighton look like they're gonna stay up. A lot of people thought that Brighton were gonna go back down, but Brighton are firing now. I don't know how, but they're staying up. They're managing. They're going through it right now. Palace, I working. think. A palace, I think. I think Man United are
1: gonna. I think they'll be Palace. Palace and not look
0: great this year. No, and they're gonna get rid of Zaha as well too. They have to. They, have they to lost to. They against have to. Sheffield United. I mean, they have to. 1-0. They have to take what they can get for Zaha, right? They're gonna ruin him. Zaha's gonna refuse to play at this point. I mean, he's playing, but he's just gonna risk injury. At this
1: just, point. He just doesn't want to be there. No, he's, it's like a pug and he's box, gonna I
0: risk think. injury at that point. And when you try, and you're trying, when you're, and it's unfortunate when you're playing and when you're thinking of not playing specifically not to get injured, mm-hmm. you, know, you get injured. West Ham, who... Are West Ham ever gonna do anything more than like eighth or ninth or tenth? No. I want to see it. They just unless they get some players out of their team, Lanzini... Pyatt, when he was there, was incredible watch. I think Pyatt was in a single hand. Pyatt was league. one of the most <laughs> entertaining players in the league.
1: Pyatt, <coughs> Lanzini's an incredible player. Lanzini's so hit or miss, though. He'll either put on a 10 out of 10, or you won't even know Drop he's a Jordy Alba, negative two. And, like, they brought in Haller, who's a good signing. It's just, I, so far. that team, like, they, players like Chicharito, and like, who's they brought player? in a lot of players past Felipe the Anderson is a hit or miss also. He'll either put yeah. up a great 10 out of 10 or is, mm, he won't even show up. So I think West Ham... I, I think Watford are going to turn it around now. I think, I, I think they'll... Sorry, at home, sorry, I was going to have to step up. At home against West Ham, I think they'll be fine. Liverpool, Arsenal, we already went over. Bournemouth, Man City. Man City are just... Good. I, think I mean, they, I think it'll honestly. I think it'll be four nothing, or four one, five one.
0: You have to think after the whole VAR debacle with Spurs. Yeah, they're not going to be too yeah.
1: happy. Spurs, I, Spurs at home against Newcastle shouldn't be a problem for them. I think on the, one of the more interesting
0: games of the week is definitely going to be this Wolves Burnley game. Yeah, both Wolves something to prove and Burnley's been on fire. Well, not they. They kind of got
1: outplayed last week against Arsenal, but. They look good in their opening game, like and Ashley Barnes. Ashley Barnes against as Raheem is like as clumsy. I hate as Ashley Barnes. Coordinated
0: and as frustrating as it may be, and like has said, it's harder to defend against them. than this against Liverpool, which yeah. was taken out of context because I get what he's saying. It's harder to defend against a team who takes the ball fifteen percent of the game and just just clumsy. Try, yeah, just trying
1: to kick in and run. Clunky, and
0: lucky. just physical. Not really skilled at all. No rhyme or reason to it, just hoping to, hoping for the ball to bounce the right way. Mm. Hanging on for dear life and just defending for their lives. Well, Almost this is a big game, game for Wolves.
1: This is a big game for Wolves because Wolves just proved that they can still hang with the top six, but it's playing these games like this they at home against Burnley. It can play down Reden to like... the
0: competition. And if there's a team that just plays a totally separate style of football than Wolves, it's barely... yeah oh Yeah, 100%. So, certainly an interesting week of games ahead. Certainly an interesting season ahead.
1: Big season ahead. A lot of players looking to prove a point this season. I mean, this
0: is like, what we, like we had said, this is one of the most wild transfer windows in the Premier League that I've seen in a long time. Like, players mm-hmm. like Katron, David Luiz, like so many... So many just different unexpected, names, unexpected... Different names, unexpected signings. Yes. I mean, Aston Villa squashed the most cash, I think, out of all the Premier League clubs. They recently yeah. promoted, they pulled a full amount uh, and, I'm, and that's why I, I love watching the Premier League. It's the most competitive league in the world. In what other league do you see a newly promoted side coming and spend more than any of the, the clubs?
1: Yeah, when, when... In what
0: other club... Do you, two in what other years league in a row you now see?
1: that we've had a team that has come in from the championship spend over 100 mil and going into
0: the new season. Fulham came in dead last last year. And then Liverpool, who finished second, with one of the greatest seasons in their history in the history of the Premier League, spend a total of like... Not even three million dollars. And the newly promoted teams come in and spend over a hundred million. It's crazy. It's just wild. It's absolutely Nothing wild. Like that's it. why it's the most competitive league in the world. That's why I enjoy watching it, love watching mm-hmm. it, love playing soccer more and more as more as I watch. Oh yeah. The games. Once you get
1: into, if once you get into the Premier League, and once you like, if say even just playing that's how I got into soccer. So I got to play playing FIFA, FIFA, FIFA against you. Playing FIFA, I started to learn everything about like the players and like, and then oh, I started to watch more games on TV. And it, soccer is just a never ending I did
0: that A never
1: ending road It just goes It's one way forever It's back like when There's I'm... more and more Because you're talking not about And that's the difference between Soccer and American sports Like football and basketball It's only here That you hear about it But there Every other country in the world Plays this sport there is nothing it's just a never ending you're finding there's, there's out more and more else. there's deeper things that you can go into it's crazy it's
0: nothing that's big. the thing it's like people like baseball football I played three sports growing up. I played soccer growing up yep. basketball football baseball played everything when if you you're over there I mean there's some basketball players some cricket players mm-hmm. some rugby players you know a couple everything. of them there's those, but like mainly when you grow up, what is the one main? you can play playing soccer year round. They have We have basketball courts, Rucker Park in New York, and all like the in Venice Beach, and all that stuff. Oh yeah. You have five aside pitches everywhere, whether it be everywhere, Denmark, in Europe, Iceland, South Portugal, America, Spain, Brazil. It doesn't matter how South it looks.
1: America, bro. They they put soccer fields in the middle of favelas like just it'll be buildings they'll it'll play with just. Fruit. they don't even need a ball they'll play yeah they don't use a ball you go to like you go anywhere in like in West Africa or Southern Africa even East Africa like just Africa and, and like the Southern Southern Asia like Southern Eastern Asia it's just you can go anywhere in the whole entire world and there are fields everywhere soccer is the biggest sport in the world by a million there's nothing that even touches it it's and it's such a great sport to get into. It's why well,
0: the World Cup out there is like the Super Bowl it gets 100 million views, like however many hundred, a couple hundred million views. And then you got the World Cup that'll do billions upon billions upon billions of people watching it. Yeah, it's like incredible. millions
1: of people will watch the Super Bowl, but billions of people will watch the World Cup. It's
0: incredible. All right, Jake, that's all the time we got. I appreciate you joining me anytime, brother. It's gonna be I'll you. be back soon, don't worry. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll have Jake back on. I'm going to try and bring on at least one guest a week coming up in the podcast. I mean, I'm going to try and get one a week myself. One guest a week would be perfect, or one every two weeks is probably going to be the more sustainable way of doing it. My website will be launching soon. I'll be writing a little bit for Last Word on Sports pretty soon, and I'll be doing blogs on the website as it is coming up, and the YouTube will be restarting with FIFA 20 launches, and I'll be getting a PS4 for that. So I get my boy Jake to work. Yes, and also we get some uh pro club back well too. So thank
1: you guys for listening. <laughs>